Praise the Lord. This is the day that the Lord hath made. Amen? And uh, I will rejoice and be glad in it. Powerful song and, and very uh, appropriate for where we all are. Sometimes it's hard to find something to praise the Lord for. And, of course, we have had two or three beautiful days. I think it's supposed to turn a little colder. And, and uh, yet, even on cold days, even on snowy days, even on rainy days, it's still the day the Lord hath made. And it's important to rejoice and be glad in that day. And so I am thankful that we can uh, feel and know that, in fact, you know, I have something to praise God for. And so uh, as we go through and uh, <clears throat> fight the good fight of faith. How many believe you're supposed to fight the good fight of faith? Amen. And, you know, this was written, uh, that phrase was written when the Roman soldiers were around and you had... Um, you know, a shield and a spear and a sword and a breastplate and your feet and shod and then the helmet. And Paul chose to write about those pieces of armor and I'm not gonna uh, go into that. It's a Wednesday night. Most of us are familiar with the Bible study. It's good. It's worthy. If you've never studied it, uh, <clears throat> ask me. I'll be glad to go through it with you sometime. Or you can find it. I believe it's in Ephesians. And, and begin to study it out about the armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. But in the first book, to Timothy, Paul used the phrase, but thou, O man of God, flee these things. And what he was talking about was uh, <clears throat> your focus being on money, your focus being on stuff that's here. And it says, and follow after righteousness. <clears throat> Everybody say righteousness. righteousness. And godliness. godliness. And faith. faith. And love. Patience, meekness. Well, that's a hard list, isn't it? I don't know that I follow after that all the time. Sometimes I might be a little impatient. I might not have the faith that I need. And then Paul used this phrase, fight the good fight of faith. Then he goes on to say, lay hold on eternal life. And that, that lay hold means to grab onto eternal life. He's basically saying, grab onto eternal life and wherein thou art called because you've been called to that and has professed a good profession before many witnesses. Now, later on in his second book, to Timothy, and I didn't write the verse down, but probably all of you that are here on a Wednesday night remember it. He, he said, he used the phrase, I have kept the faith, but he used it in context of, I have fought a, he said, I fought a good fight. And he said, I have 
kept the faith. I finished my course. And so he was, in fact, uh, looking at how can I, uh, you know, keep the faith. And, and he used that phrase, I fought a good fight. I fought a good fight. And in the midst of all of that, that point of fighting a good fight, of making sure that I am fighting a good fight. Now, he was looking at soldiers and they saw him every day. They, got, they were in the city, they were on the roads, they were able to make them carry their shield, they were everywhere. It was like the Roman presence was there. There were Roman soldiers everywhere you went. You didn't go too far and they were, they were in occupied territory. And so Paul recognized that there is a fight that you have to be in. And, and I guess, um, I, you know, not to, he was not advocating, and I know uh, a few weeks ago I talked about Jesus being a revolutionary, and, but he was not advocating taking up arms against Rome. As a matter of fact, um, in one place he said, we don't fight or wrestle against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities and spiritual wickedness and high places and all of that. And so this was, he still believed that we are engaged actively in warfare. And I, I don't know, I, Veterans Day was this past Sunday and tomorrow is the actual day. And I know uh, I appreciate all of our veterans and I've never been in combat. And I mentioned that Sunday, obviously. Uh, but I can only imagine the intensity. I can only imagine the... The, the, the absolute uh, sense of vigilance and hypervigilance and that you would go through being in combat, knowing that at any moment we could be attacked, knowing that at any moment something could happen, knowing that at any moment. And some of our dear folks are veterans that are here not just of the armed services, but that are veterans in spiritual warfare. How many have felt like at any moment? A bad report, a pain, a situation, at any moment? Huh? How many have felt the vigilance of, I just don't, I don't even want to move, because if I move, I'll hurt. If I move, I'll, huh? And I can't plan for tomorrow because I don't know what, we might get attacked tomorrow. Anybody ever been there? So, anyway, yet this same guy who talked about I fought a good fight, in Romans, the eighth chapter, he says, for thy sake, we are killed all the day long. We are accounted sheep for the slaughter. That, does that sound very heroic? Praise the Lord, I was killed today. Praise the Lord, I felt like my throat was getting cut and I couldn't do anything but go, bah. 
have no power to stop this. Huh? But what did, what did he add to that? In no, but in all these things we are through him that and, and if you read the verses before and after and I didn't I, I, you know that's where he talks about I don't care you know we're troubled on every side we're attacked on this way we're attacked on that way we're attacked but we're not we're going to keep fighting basically the good fight of faith because we realize that, you know, even though we're going through it, even though it feels like I'm being killed, even though it feels like I'm a sheep, a lamb, even though it feels like I've, I, I, I don't know where my relief is coming from, I'm in the long chute to walk down to have my throat cut. He says, we're more than conquerors. How? Through faith. And, and of course, uh, probably Paul wrote later in Hebrews to the Hebrew believers, uh, people that they knew about. He said, I can tell you about Gideon and Barak and Samson and Jephthah and David and Samuel, who through faith subdue kingdoms, wrought righteousness. This is at the end of the faith chapter. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence, you remember? Through faith, subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stop the mouths of lions, quench the violence of fire, escape the edge of the sword. Then you know what he says? Out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight. Turn to flight the armies of the aliens. Now, Paul was recounting what had happened in the Old Testament. He was not advocating that they fight against the armies of Rome. But what we know is the devil has unleashed his armies in our world, society, in this hour whether it's spirits of anger, fear, frustration, stress, pressure, sickness, you name it. And we are, we are supposed to be waxing valiant in the fight, fighting the good fight of faith. And yet, if you'll notice what he said in Romans, and the God of peace. Everybody say the God of peace. Shall bruise Satan under his feet. Why am I going through this, Pastor? Why am I having to struggle? Why am I under this pressure? Because the God of peace wants to bruise Satan under whose feet? My feet. When somebody comes in here, when somebody 
<laughs> online, when somebody is able to raise their hands and worship God in the midst of their pain, in the midst of what they're going through, in the midst of their sickness, in the midst of the pressure, in the midst of the bad report, and I'm able to keep worshiping God, all of a sudden it bruises the head of Satan under my feet. Devil, you thought this one would stop me, but I'm here to tell you I'm still here. I'm still going to praise. I'm still going to believe there is a God and he is able. As I preach Sunday, even though, like Job, I, I can't imagine the, the bombardment that Job had. And even though he slowly, and I don't know how many days, I don't know how long of being bombarded by his three great friends before he started saying, you know what? You're right, God's doing me wrong. And what Job didn't realize is the devil was doing this. God wasn't doing him wrong. God was still righteous and just and powerful. And I'm here to tell you the very same applies to us. I don't know, no matter what we're going through, no matter what the report, I'm here to tell you that we are all going to have to bruise Satan's head under our feet. So you say, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I, I don't, I want to be a more than conqueror, but I don't want to have to engage in warfare. I'm here to tell you, you're going to have to fight the good fight. Amen. And it's going to be a faith because when he says, when he comes back, what's he looking for? Well done, now good and... Now I realize if I'm doing wrong in the fight and I need to stop and repent, because John said, he that committeth sin is of the devil. I don't want to join the other side. For the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was made manifest. Why was the Son of God made manifest? That he might do what? And so, you know, if, if I am struggling, you know, and I've got to pray through, and man, I slip, and I've got to get back up, and I, you know, and I haven't gotten the victory, and it's been a year, and it's been two years, and I'm, but I, I'm, I'm still going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep fighting. The righteous man falls seven times, but what does he do? I'm going to keep fighting. I'm not going to give up. I still believe God is able. I still believe. I'm going to read my word. I'm going to find somebody to be accountable to. I'm going to find somebody I can call and text. I'm going to let somebody, I'm going to set up boundaries. Why? Why are you doing that? Because I'm fighting the good fight of faith. And I know that the Lord wants to bruise Satan under my feet. And he wants to destroy the works of the devil and the power that sin has over me. If I've been battling fear or anxiety or depression or some kind of uh, alcohol, drugs, you name it. Put in the blank there. Whatever I'm doing, anger, well, you, you know, I, I'm here to tell you, keep fighting. I don't care if you get up every day and you feel bombarded again today. Say today is another good day to fight the good fight of faith. I'm not going to back down. I know I'm, the enemy has come in like a flood. I want the Spirit of the Lord to raise up a standard, but I don't want the enemy to come in like a flood. Huh? 
want the Lord to bruise Satan's head, but I don't want it to be under my feet. Huh? I'm just being honest. And yet, when you look around, Sister Ludisa, and you look around at the miracles that we've seen, and yeah. Brother Tracy's sitting here tonight, and that's another miracle. And Brother Steve Wickline, I can go down the row and, and look across at all the miracles that God has done. Oh, what are you doing? We're fighting a good fight of faith. We kept worshiping. We kept holding on. We kept believing. We kept, you know, oh, yeah. That's why Paul talked about the whole armor of God. He talked about having authority. Talked about, you know, we have the Holy Ghost. We have the name of Jesus. What are you saying? The Lord has given us so many weapons. And I realize at times the enemy would like to wear us out, take us down, get us to retreat. And I remember many years ago somebody teaching or preaching that all the armor, there was nothing to cover your back. It was the breastplate, not the back plate. So Roman soldiers didn't retreat. They got together and put their shields together and formed a, a barrier. Huh? What are you saying? Oh, Luke, the 10th chapter, the authority that's been given is well documented. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Oh, Lord, devils are subject to us through thy name. Guess what? We know the name. We get buried in the name. Take the name of Jesus with you. And how did Jesus respond to that? Hey, guys, I beheld when Satan fell like lightning to the earth. Behold, I give you power to tread on scorpions and serpents and over all the, all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Yeah, but I got this pain in my side. I got, I, uh, the doctors say it doesn't look good. Guess what? It's not going to stop me. It doesn't hurt me because I know that in my spirit something is greater going on. The Lord is going to use this for his glory. He's going to use it for his glory. I don't know how. I don't know if he'll raise me up. I don't know if I'll walk around in the fire like the three Hebrew boys. I don't know if I will perish or not. But one thing I do know is it's going to come out to the glory of God. And I serve a God that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I ask or think. Yes. You, you read Psalms the 18th chapter and you kind of get a sense David was on to something here. He said, I will love thee. Lord, you are my strength. You are my rock, you are my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my strength in whom I will trust. It's kind of like he was trying to tell himself, I, who can I depend on? You gonna depend on the doctors? Depend on the Democrats? Depend on the Republicans? Who, who are we gonna depend on? You know? 
If all of a sudden, you know, something happens and Sister Joyce was, her husband's a truck driver and somebody told him a week or so ago, well, we can't get the diesel to bring to the stations and the trucks and so we don't know how long we're going to be driving trucks. So who are you going to depend on? Amazon? They'll be here. The store shelves will always be full. We've lived through that, folks. Amen. Well, the doctors will know exactly what to tell me. Oh, really? He's my rock. He's my fortress. He's my deliverer. He's my strength. My buckler, the horn of my salvation, my high tower. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. The sorrows of death have compassed me. Anybody ever felt like I'm facing the sorrows of death? You talk about grieving and mourning. Floods of ungodly men have made me afraid. He goes on in, in 18, sorrows of hell. I guess that's worse than death. The snares of death. David was honest about where he was, but in the midst of it, he said, in my distress, what did I do? That's why we're praying. That's why we're trying to do our best. Early morning prayer. That's why we're saying pray. That's why we're going to hit the year, the beginning of the year with 40 days of fire. Why are we doing all this praying? Because we still believe in the power of the prayer, the power that God is able, that, you know, he's not the unjust judge, but because of our insistence, Lord, send relief, send, send, glorify, touch, heal. And I don't know why. Boom, 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 boom. It wasn't just miracle, miracle, miracle. And then I, I, I began to think that way. And then the Lord said, wait a minute. I've been doing miracle, 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 miracle. Huh? Amen. Well, it wasn't the full miracle where Brother Tracy's getting up and running down the aisles. And doctor says, don't have to come see me for six years. But you know what? It's a miracle. He's still here and he's praising God. A few Saturdays ago for almost an hour, he sat there and played his guitar and sang right here in our fireplace room. That's a miracle. On October the 30th, the last day of the month that the doctor said, sorry, that's as long as you got. He's in the house of the Lord praising God. You know what I'm doing? I'm putting my head on Satan's, putting my foot on Satan's head. I'm sorry. When we saw Sister Ludisa be baptized and come up speaking in tongues and the witness that she's been, I'm telling you, on the Friday before the Sunday she was baptized, she was in the ER be hemorrhaging blood. Yeah, I'm talking about a God that is able to perform miracles. That's the kind of God I serve. Oh, you say, well, 
Pastor, it didn't all happen. Sister Ludisa, you know, still battling, still. But you know what? God's still good. He said, in my distress, I called, I cried. He heard me out of the voice of his temple. My cry came to him. And then he says, for by thee I have run through a troop. And by my God, I have leaped over a wall. Sounds like he's getting pretty excited, isn't he? But the point is that the enemy, if he can keep us defeated, we can come in and we just feel like, oh God, I just yes, I can't even shuffle through to the bathroom, much less run through a troop. Huh? I can barely step out of bed, much less leap over a wall. Oh, I'm not talking about physically, but I'm here to tell you, we've got to make sure we bombard heaven enough until in our spirit. You know, you may see me looking right here, but in my spirit, I am praising God. I am running around the church. I am leaping. I, in my spirit, I may not have the strength to raise my hands, but I'm going to keep praising God. I, in my spirit, why? I'm fighting the good fight of faith. I won't want to have the enemy overbear me and discourage me in this I'm going to keep believing God then he goes on to say he's he's tried he's a buckler to all that trust in him who is God save the Lord who is our rock save our God it is God that girds me with strength makes my way perfect that's important let him clean you up and then he said, he makes my feet like hind's feet. What is a hind's feet? That was a deer. And I don't know, you know, you can get on YouTube and look up mountain goats and hinds that are in the Bible. And one of the things that they say about them is that they're amazingly sure-footed. And, and if you see them going up, wherever the front foot goes, then the back foot comes in the same spot. They don't just, you know, well, uh. they don't look down, but they, their feet, He's, David said, he makes my feet like hinds feet. Oh, Lord, I want to just follow right in the midst. It might look like a drop off on this side. It might look treacherous like I'm going to fall to my death. But I'm going to keep putting my feet. Guard angels, Lord. Put your angels around my feet. Why? Because I know it might be treacherous, but I'm fighting the good fight of faith. Wherever you lead, I'm going to follow. And then he said, he sets me on high places and he teaches my, teaches my hands to war. This is the guy that is crying because he feels like he's going through death. And he said, so much that a bow of steel is broken by my arms. That's what I'm praying. That in the midst of all that we're going through, every family, I'm praying, God, give us the strength to keep firing arrows. Lord, you are able. Lord, you are great. Lord, 
I'm fighting a good fight of faith. I, I, I know it feels like it's too hard to pull that bow. No, it's too hard to pray. Thou hast given me the shield of thy salvation. Your right hand holds me in thy gentleness. Hath made me great. You've enlarged my steps. My feet do not slip. I've pursued my enemies, overtaken them. I didn't turn again till they were consumed. Therefore will I give thanks unto thee and sing praises unto thy name. Great deliverance has he given me. He showed mercy to his I'm here to tell you if there is ever a time we ought to be able to come in and sing and worship and praise God it is when you're going through the fight of your faith it ought to be Lord I want you to lift up the hands of those that hang low strengthen the knees why I know you're going through it but keep praising God that's the fight of faith and I understand Sometimes it feels like we forget at least how powerful we are. I, I mentioned the anointing and the Holy Ghost. And you remember when the Lord passed over to the country of the Gadarenes, Gergesenes, in Matthew. There were two folks there in the tombs. And you remember what the devils said? Well, they later asked, can we go into these pigs? But you know what one of them spoke out and said? Let me go. Sorry. It's in Matthew 8 chapter. What have we to do with thee, Jesus? Thou son of God? What did they say? Are you come to torment us before our time? And the Bible bears record that the devil knows his time is short. You don't think he's throwing everything and the kitchen sink right now at the people of God? You can say, well, everybody that lives, you know, over there and everybody that nobody else is going through it like I am. If they're trying to live for God, they're going through it. Whether it's a spirit of fear, whether it's a spirit of addiction, whether it's a spirit, huh? You're going to have to fight in this hour the good fight of faith. And you say, they said, are you come to torment us? Let me tell you something. The enemy does not want you to realize the power and authority that you have. Now you may say, well, how come if I don't say in the name of Jesus, rise and be healed, it doesn't just boom happen. I don't know, but I'm still telling you there is that kind of authority. That Peter and John could say, look on us in the name of Jesus. Anyway, Matthew, the 10th chapter, when he called his 12 disciples, he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out, to heal all manner of sickness, all manner of disease. You can read that same phrase in Mark, the third chapter, in Mark, the sixth chapter, in Mark, the 16th chapter. And these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. 
If you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost, you have the power to pray the prayer of faith and God raise and heal somebody. You have the power to lay your hand on yourself and pray. Well, why don't I see it a miracle? It's not push button. I already, we talked about that a week or so ago. Luke the ninth chapter, he gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. Sorry, I was going through all those and didn't have its turn. No problem. What are you saying? And yet, what is the spirit of this hour? If we are in the Laodicean hour, what is the spirit of this hour? What does the Bible say is the spirit of this hour? You remember? Lukewarm vomit. Remember? I'm not cold. I'm not hot. I'm lukewarm. What are you saying? When you get bombarded, bombarded, you just want to kind of, oh, I just want to take a breath. I just want relief. I just want, eh? huh? I just, I don't, I'm just tired. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired. I'm worn out. Don't you know? I'm overwhelmed. Don't stop fighting the good fight of faith. Stay on fire. Stay. You say, well, I'm tired of fighting for me. Then start fighting for somebody else. Start saying, I'm going to start praying for Tracy. I'm going to start praying for Tim Gull. I'm going to start praying for David Post. I'm going to start, huh? Yeah. I'm going to pray for Brother Richard Luzader, Brother Don Predmore, God of Prayer. Why? Because I want them to, want them to keep praising God. You remember the story of, of passivity, if you want to call it that? Or just wore out? That happened in 2 Kings. Elisha had fallen sick. He was about to die. And Joash, who was not a good king, was a wicked king, came to see him, remember? And Joash, oh, he wept. And notice what he said to Elisha. It's kind of a powerful understanding. What did he say? Oh, my father, my father, the chariots of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Is that recorded anywhere else in the Bible? That phrase? It's Bible study. You remember there was an old prophet by the name of Elijah that had a mantle and a young buck by the name of Elisha came up behind him and said, I want a double portion. And Elijah said, okay, we'll stay here and when I come back, 
And what did Elisha do? No. I'm going on. They came to the next little burg and he said, well, stay here. No, I'm following him. He came to the next one. No, I'm following him. And then all of a sudden, Elisha looked up and there was a chariot of fire and a whirlwind coming down for Elijah. Remember? And what was it that Elisha said? Oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and the horsemen thereof. Remember that? Boom, went away. He got the mantle. And what was the first thing that Elisha did when he came back to the brook? Took off that mantle and he said, where is the God of Elijah? And he held on to that mantle and he kept the faith. Now Joash thinks, I'll come in and get some of that same little anointing, although I don't have to follow. He's dying. There's no shortcut to this, folks. There is no shortcut to getting the faith that can stop the mouths of lions and quench the fire. You've got to go through the lion's den and the fiery fur. You don't get the faith that some of these folks can have until you have been where they have been. So, you that are going through it, I'm, I'm giving an all call for you to lead the way in this good fight of faith. 2022, should the Lord tarry. Why? Because I don't care, even if you're not totally delivered yet, you keep hanging on and saying, where, where is the God of Elijah? Where is the God of the whirlwind? Where is the God of the chariot? Why? Because we're fighting a good fight of faith. I need some of those that have gone through and had the doctor's report and said, I don't know what the doctor's going to say. I need those to be the ones to lead the charge to the altar on Sunday night saying, come on, we're going to fight the good fight of faith. We're going to fight the good fight of faith. Joash thought I could do it by just saying the words. My father, our father, my father. You remember what the prophet did? He grabbed him and he, he said, he, he told him what he was going to do. Read it very carefully. I know my time's about up. Y'all probably remember this story. He put his hands on the king's hands called him over to the bed and he put his hands on the king's hand and he says, take that arrow and bow and shoot that out. And he said, that's the arrow of the Lord's deliverance. The arrow of deliverance from Syria. Then Elisha says, now, all these other arrows, smite the ground with them. You remember the story now? Yeah. What did Joash do? Oh. 
<laughs> what did Elisha say? Huh? I can't believe. You want the anointing? You're going to have to smite the arrows and smite the arrows and pray and believe God and do different than you've ever done. I'm going to miss me. I'm going to read the word. I don't, I, you don't understand. We're living in the last days. We, we, we're going through it. I, but if there was ever a time, we've got to smite the ground and keep smiting the ground and keep smiting the ground and keep smiting the ground. Don't get weary. Don't get weary. Hang on. Keep smiting the ground. Keep smiting the ground. Why? Because I'm here to tell you we're fighting a good fight of faith. He said, if you should have known... You ought to smite the ground five or six times. You're going to fight them and beat them three times. I'm telling you, you could have had total victory. And I understand in the midst of all of this, it's easy. You know, to get wore out. Whoops, sorry. And I'll stop here, but, but you remember the story. 2 Samuel, the 11th chapter. You remember what happened? They told David, well, you don't need to fight this fight. Stay home. <laughs> if we are not vigilant, if we're not fighting, you know what we are all quite capable of doing? Getting off track. I want to tell you, it doesn't take but a, that long. The spirits that are out there now, I mean, you can look at somebody, huh? Pass them on the left, pass them on the right. Pass them at all. Try to get in when you pass them. Sit too long at the red light? Don't sit long enough at the red light. Huh? Oh, get one report from the doctors today, get another report. You know, what are we bombarded with? You know, they. This morning I woke up and I was listening to the radio and it said, if you haven't bought your turkey yet, you probably won't get one. I said, well, I guess we won't get one. That's all right. I don't know. What are you saying in the midst of all of this? It's one bad report after another. Anxiety, fear, worry. I'm going to have to fight like never before the good fight of faith. I am going to have to be vigilant. I don't want to be. I don't. But you know what? <clears throat> if I am not pursuing, if you remember what we read in Psalms, the 18th chapter, you would go all the way back there. He said, Lord, help me to pursue my enemy. I, I'm here to tell you that I want you to realize that we are supposed to be on the offensive until the coming of the Lord. We are not going to limp out of here to heaven. We are not going to drag our bloody corpse 
down a street of gold. I want us to realize no matter how many times we get hit, no matter what the next report is, we're going to march with our banners held high, believing God. We're going to keep saying, you know what? We're fighting the good fight of faith. Well, pastor, you're just deluding yourself. You know what? I'm going to delude myself because greater is he that is in us than he that's in the world. I'm going to keep believing. I'm going to keep hanging on. I want to tell you this past Veterans Day to see Brother Bob Keys and Sister Sandy in the house of the Lord is an absolute divine miracle from God. They didn't have any reason to be here a year ago. God is still doing the miraculous. He is still performing miracles. Say, what am I supposed to do? Keep fighting. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. I've got more, but I'll stop there. I, 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 the, more I, the more I read this, the more I realized, you know what? The devil would like to demoralize all of us. Yes. Absolutely. I mean, uh, just, you know, back, back off. Just, you know, don't, don't stir up the devil. We've been praying and fasting and kept early morning prayer going every Friday for now almost two years. Might as well just stop. I mean, why keep fighting? You know why? This is the good fight of faith. I'm going to hang on. Amen? I'm going to keep believing. Keep believing. Let's stand. We're glad you're in the house of the Lord. <clears throat> the choir's going to get ready to come and sing, but we're going to we just take a moment, worship the Lord. If you want to come, stand around the altar. If you're going through it, need strength, uh, we'll come. We'll pray for Sister Laylee, Brother Tracy, and those that need, you know, you say, I'm going through it, Brother Cawthorn's praying for Sister Jenny. I know Brother <coughs> Wilkes, and uh, it was good to see all of these, that, Brother Steve Wickline, you name it. We're praying. Why? Keep, you know, I, I'm going through it, but I want to encourage you. You need to encourage me. We need to encourage one another. We're fighting the good fight. Hallelujah. Let's come. Oh, hallelujah.